0: Nothing but the best. The official drive with Lloyd Paul.
1: Physically and mentally stronger, our very own Jay Loshni Naidu is opening up right about now live on the show telephonically about her COVID 19 diagnosis, symptoms, and recovery. And we're also streaming live on Facebook now. Big hello to all our peeps uh, watching the stream right now on the Lotus FM page. Let's say good afternoon to Jay. How are you doing?
0: Hey, Lloyd. How are you doing?
1: Welcome to the official drive after a long time, isn't it?
0: It has been ages, but it's always such a pleasure to be on your show.
1: Now, thank you for sharing uh, your time with us this afternoon. And I think it's very important in terms of what we're going to discuss in the next 10, 15 minutes or so with you regarding COVID, because it's all about creating awareness this afternoon. So, Jay, firstly, tell us, um, let's take us back uh, to how did you react when you received the uh, positive diagnosis? And what were those thoughts running through your mind as well? Because uh, from what we know, um, were you, did, did you have symptoms or did it come out of the blue? Take us through that scenario.
0: Well, oh, Lloyd, um, I had no symptoms initially at all. Uh, when I went to have the COVID test, I, I didn't go because I had symptoms. I, I tested many times last year because of the TV show that I act in. And uh, so we're always testing every now and then. Uh, if somebody tests positive, then we're all at risk. So they constantly test us to make sure that we're all safe because interacting with each other every day. So the holiday was gonna, had come up and the holiday was almost over and, um And they wanted us to all test as a cast, and they gave us different days to go for testing, just to make sure that we all in the, in the clear when we get back to work um, on, the, on the following week. And I, I came to the radio show on, the, on the Saturday, and I did the show, um, on my show, The Weekend and stuff and I was confidently going after that to go and test. If I had a single symptom, obviously I would not have even come to the radio, or I would not have gone out at all, I would have been isolating, but I thought it was a standard routine That I was doing to get back uh, to the TV production, and um, and I went there feeling absolutely normal, not a single symptom, not even a slight anything, and. um I went for the test confident this was my fifth test I tested four times before and it was always negative and so I went over and the doctor has gotten to know me by now and she also checked nose, throat and everything and she said no you're absolutely fine you look healthy I'm sure it's going to be fine and she did the test and that was Saturday I came back home still sure that I had I was going to be negative because there was not a sign of anything and I my mum my parents were with me and I was helping my mom in the kitchen and doing, doing normal things and on Sunday Morning. The doc called me to say, um, "Are you still feeling no symptoms? Are you fine?" And I said, "I'm absolutely fine." And then she said, "Because your test was positive," and I was completely shocked. I mean, it was totally not what I had expected because I honestly, Lloyd, felt no symptom at all. I just didn't. I didn't have a sore throat. I didn't have a runny nose. I didn't have anything. I didn't have a headache. Um, any of the symptoms so it was both out of the blue and I I kept asking, are you sure and she said I was really surprised but you know that you have to isolate now mm-hmm. uh, for the next and with the new variant they say 10 days but she said just be safe and I played for 14 days and um, and do that and I immediately started doing that so I isolated my side of the house and, my home and I had my own bathroom so obviously I said to my parents you can't come you can't come onto the side and I put a little they put a little table outside my room for food and stuff and I was going to isolate and then I said to myself what am i going to do for the next 10 to 14 days because i feel fine perfectly fine and uh and then i thought oh i'll watch netflix in my room i will i will i will i will i will have my ipad i will i will watch things i'll read i have all my books that i have my time to read because i have all this time on my hands and then um and, and that was the idea and and that was sunday and monday was a very hot day the following day and i was still feeling normal at about four o'clock that afternoon I suddenly started feeling really cold and I started getting the shivers and, and like really freezing cold like when you have a fever. And then I started trying to get warm things on, putting on a hoodie and a tracksuit and everything and it was boiling hot. And then I thought, well, now what is this? And, and then came the extreme exhaustion by Monday evening and then i had that fevery feeling you know when you have inside like in the pit of your stomach it just inside you feel a fever and my like, temperature is so high and that's when it started hitting me that was from monday at 4 and over the next two and a half weeks i every idea i had of reading a book or watching tv or listening to anything was out the window. I never put a TV on. I never read a book because I was that sick. I had every single symptom, every single day was different. Uh, the one day was just. Um and the main thing in your head is that you don't want it to get to your chest because you hear everything about people struggling to breathe and I constantly felt this tightness in my chest and not a clogged nose but like a tightness in your nose you can breathe but it's almost like it's so tight like you struggle for the air to get through and And that is frightening. So the main thing in my head was, please don't let it get in my chest because you hear so much about oxygen and people not being able, the oxygen levels are low and I didn't want to get to the point where I have to get to a hospital. But I can tell you, it was a roller coaster ride. Every day was different. I got up the next morning with pain in my ribs, both sides, just running down on either side like you've been in a boxing ring and somebody just pummeled you for a good few rounds and you just don't know what kind of pain it is, it's just pain and then you think you're getting over that and the next day I got up and it was just like a band of pain in my lower back into my hip and legs and it's so unbearable you just you just feel like somebody's hit you and you you, you know when I heard people speak of pain, but you don't know what kind of pain, it was like that um, and then over the next few days I lost my sense of smell, which I didn't have for three whole weeks, anything that you smell like, or anything, nothing could you could smell and And every day was just different. But the tightness, the exhaustion, the headaches, it is really a monster, and it is really brutal. And, you know, I was fortunate enough that I I managed to go through it without having to end in a hospital. Uh, And so many people have had, you know, time in hospital, which hasn't been a wonderful experience, Because and and so many people have lost loved ones. And I, I can tell you, outside of the physical trauma, it's the mental thing that really floors you because I was mentally traumatized. I was emotionally traumatized to the point where every day you sit and is taking a book and writing down things that I need my family to know and where things are and what number should they call if they need this because those are all the things that start happening because you feel that ill, you start questioning everything and you have this mental fog as well that you can't concentrate on anything so I never watched TV I never read I couldn't do anything because it was you're just in a fog it's it's a nightmare
1: now, if you just logged on to the official we're streaming live on Facebook as well, a big hello to all our peeps streaming now online as well. And uh, I can see all you guys' names there. We're chatting to our very own Jay Loshni Naidu as she's opening up this afternoon regarding her COVID-19 diagnosis, symptoms and recovery. Now, Jay, let's get this one. Let's get, get this one clear, because before we continue with more questions for you, um, COVID-19 if you test positive it is not Mm -hmm. a secret because when you trace if i saw you in the mall maybe three days prior to you uh, getting testing positive i need to know so i can watch myself for symptoms isolate until i know okay five seven days or ten days is over I, i don't have any symptoms i'm safe now how important is this not to keep it a secret
0: well, I can't stress the importance of that, which is why I decided that I would talk about it on your show as well, because I think um, there is this mindset that goes around, and the whole thing of stigma and so on, and um, and those are things we've, we've dealt with and felt o- with a lot of other things over the ages. And um, this particular COVID, I mean, it's something that every single one of us are exposed to, every single one of us can get at any given time. People are losing their lives. People are, families are being decimated. It's not something that you play with. It's not something that you underestimate in any way. And therefore, I say this business of stigma. What happens when people start stigmatizing it? And that comes really—it's—it's um, it, it's sad that it comes to that. Because when people start looking at certain people as, if, oh, you had COVID, so this and that and the other, and hence the stigma starts. And then what happens is that people start who get it start feeling like I can't tell anyone, I shouldn't, it, I shouldn't let anyone know, I'll just keep it a secret because they're going to think this of me and that of mm. me. And that really stems from ignorance, and it's, it's it's complete ignorance. And ignorance is what causes so many other problems. The, the virus itself is bad enough to deal with. The loss of lives is bad enough to deal with. But when we start adding all of these little silly things to it, like the stigmatization of it because everyone can get it. And what you do when you start stigmatizing people is you start making them be a little more secretive about it. And when people get secretive about it you become irresponsible because when you have it some people do not even have symptoms; they just are asymptomatic, and they go through the entire thing, and they're lucky enough to be asymptomatic. But that does not mean that somebody you came into contact with would would have the same luck. I mean, if I had it, like I I didn't have any symptoms, and I didn't, I, I wouldn't have gone for a test. I mean, unless I I only went because I was going back to work and I was forced to go. And I, when I heard that I had it. And the temptation is to say, no way, there's something wrong with this test. I don't have it. You know, everybody wants to feel that way. And and my thing was, I feel nothing. I feel no symptoms. Why is it saying positive? But the first thing that I did when I was told, is I sat down in my room, I took on a book and a pen, and I started writing over the last week everyone that I was in contact with, mm. uh, everyone that I bumped into and said hello to, everyone that I came in there at the radio, like the voice on the show with me, the newsreader came in, everybody that I had any contact with, no matter how short uh, the extent of the contact was, I immediately phoned everybody, and I started telling them, Look, I met you on this day, or you interacted with me. I just tested positive for COVID, so please watch yourself, and maybe you should isolate for a bit, or check. Or, you know, it's the it's the you have it's the right thing to do because I may have survived it, but I may have given it to somebody who may not have been so lucky, or or they may have survived it but went home and given it to their parents who may not have survived it. So my health, your health depends on my health. It's just it's. It's a domino effect. And the right thing to do is to come out in the open, contact everyone you've had contact with, so that you give them a fair chance. And you give them a fair chance not to start infecting other people if they uh, have been exposed to it. It's the only way we we can curb it. It's the only way we can stop it. Uh if if we don't, it's irresponsible behaviour and the secretiveness and the stigma that is the main reason that it's actually getting worse, because that kind of behaviour is helping the virus to thrive. And, and and that's the reason I wanted to talk about it as well, because I just thought it's a responsible my responsibility as well as a public speaker that uh that anyone can get it. And when you do get it, it's not anything to play with either.
1: Now, Jay, a lot of people are wishing you well as, uh, at the same time you on our studio WhatsApp line and Facebook and, and WhatsApp. Lots of our listeners are also sharing uh, the fact that uh, some of them are positive and uh, in terms of feeling the very same way, like a huge wave swept you off your feet. Um, yeah. So a lot of people are relating to you who uh, did have COVID as well. Now, what about side effects for you? I know it differs from individuals, but uh, was recovery within the two weeks or did it take longer? Are, you, are you still suffering from side effects? I,
0: I still have side effects. Uh, the, the traumatizing thing for me was two weeks to my, um, my symptoms and so on, well not even a full two weeks, about two weeks, just about I could hear my mum coughing on the other side of the house and because I was so sick I wasn't concentrating on it until the one night I could hear the deep cough and, and then I decided that I need to have my parents tested so I got people to come home to test them. Both of them tested positive and then it was a nightmare for the rest of the month. My dad had to be hospitalized for, over, for many days. Um, he was really, really sick. I was so sick I had to get an ambulance to rush him to the hospital and I was driving there and the ambulance sick myself sobbing the whole way to the, to the hospital, sitting for five hours in the car park at the hospital while they checked him with a trauma and then decided that they're admitting him. Uh, driving home, crying, and then my mum had COVID pneumonia and she almost got admitted and we somehow managed to, uh, to nurse her at home. So I was trying to do that. And the craziest thing about it, so you juggling all these things, you are completely petrified. Um, and then my parents are all there, and you start thinking all sorts of things because I was like, I, was, I had it and then my parents got exposed to it and I didn't know I had it. And that's obviously how they got it. So you start beating yourself up on the one hand, then you start trying to recover yourself and try to nurse them and help them. And this illness or this virus it's the loneliest thing and everyone who's had it and i'm sure people will write into you on whatsapp as well it's the loneliest time because because of the very nature of it and the the fact that you can be infectious and you can pass it on to other people your family members everybody has been amazing and they've been calling and trying to offer support but nobody can physically come to help you because you need to keep them safe, so my siblings in Djibouti were traumatized themselves, and they wanted to come down, but we had to also think of them and obviously not expose them to it. But it, so you you are alone and you are isolated, and that is part of the problem as well. It's a lonely, lonely time, and we've seen people who've lost loved ones and they have funerals, and nobody can even go to offer them support. So it is a really traumatic time, and it's an experience that is scarring, really.
1: And now, you know, we have so much of people um, streaming live at the moment and obviously on WhatsApp uh, just interacting with us. Too many names to mention, Jay. Uh, And I think finally, what would you advise to people who think that COVID cannot affect them? What would you say to people out there who think, listen, this will never get me?
0: Uh, I think uh, um, you, uh, that is living in a dream world, you know. I'll be very honest um, because I tested so many times last year because uh, of my my, uh, my acting in my TV production. Uh, for safety and because it was always negative you start always believing like oh no nah, i'm not going to get it you know mm-hmm. um, and we all want to believe that that we won't uh, or that we've been safe enough and so on and when i tried to pinpoint how it is i could have gotten it all i was doing was only going to the grocery stores to get stuff that we might need for home that's all i was wearing my mask i thought i was sanitizing i thought i was doing everything right but really the moment we let our guard down and we don't know how we let it down sometimes we may not have we may not have sanitized immediately maybe touched our eyes maybe touched something on the shelf or something I I can't pinpoint for the life of me now when I think back I can't pinpoint exactly where and how and that is to me how sneaky this virus is and how we should never take it for granted anyone can get it anywhere that's just the nature of it so none of us I exempt from it we are all at its mercy and I think we all need to think like that and we all need to understand that should we get it and if you might be one of the few who are lucky enough to be asymptomatic but when you have those symptoms There is no other word for me that I can think of but brutal. It's really monstrous when you're going through it. Every day you think, am I surviving this day or am I going to be around tomorrow? Um, What it does to you emotionally, mentally, physically is just traumatic. And when when you go through it, you then realize how how serious it is and how careful you have to be. Nobody should take it for granted. Nobody should think that they are bigger than it. Every single one of us could get it. And this is not something you play with. And when you think about that, think also about the broader picture. This is not something you wish on anybody. So you need to be safe. You need. You cannot take enough precautions, and you need to keep the people around you safe, everybody that you come into contact with, and you can only do that by being like 500% responsible yourself. So, uh, so once I'm like paranoid right now about how safe I am because really, it's not something you ever want to go through and my heart really goes out to people who have really lost family members and loved ones and I can only imagine because I felt like I was sinking and drowning that whole time like I like I, 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 was sinking and I couldn't be in this pit of despair and I can only imagine even with my parents and I can only imagine what people who have really lost loved ones feel and my heart Heart really goes out to them, and I I feel so sad and heartful for everyone who has been through through, through that kind of trauma.
1: Jay, I got to say, I really appreciate your time this afternoon for sharing your COVID experience with us, creating awareness about COVID-19. And like you said, you had no symptoms in the beginning and it's by chance that you had to take a test due to work related uh, stuff and then it was positive and the symptoms showed up, up way after that. So it's it's very nice that we, we, sh- we create awareness uh, um, about this. So I want to say thank you for your time and sharing something that's personal to most people, but for putting it on a public platform now so we can create awareness about COVID. And uh, you are on air tomorrow morning. Tell us all about mm-hmm. it, 6 to 9. What can we expect?
0: Well, tomorrow is the weekend. Of, travel to my show. of course, Auntie Ramba is going to be there uh, again. Um, and she has her own thoughts about all of this as well. So um, she's bound to assist with you going in. You know, she says it like it is. But I think our most... Ex- Exciting thing tomorrow, um, just after the news at 8, uh, around quarter past, 10 past quarter past 8. It's going to be you, Lloyd Paul. You're going to be joining me tomorrow on, on my show. Um, and uh, and uh, you're going to be creating awareness about your talk sign campaign, which I'm so excited about. And I think also we we really need to create more awareness around that too.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty much up about this. I'm going to get up very early tomorrow, so I can <laughs> I can be wide awake no. by
0: eight o'clock. I'm sorry that I'm sorry that I've to I try I try my best to make it as late the latest part of the show as possible, so you can have a sleep in in the morning. But we so asked about having you share that with us because I think all of these things are so important, and we all need to be a little more aware of it. And we all need. And there's going to be fabulous prizes too. I know you're going to be it. Yeah, we're going right? to tell you
1: all about it as well tomorrow morning. I'm looking forward to being on the show, Jay. But thank you very much for joining us in sharing your COVID experience with us and creating awareness. All the best and uh, stay safe and uh, have a blessed uh, 2021. It's the first time we've had you on the show this year.
0: Oh, it has. But thank you so much for the kind words. And also, thank you so much to everyone, I just want to say before I go, uh, for the calls and the love and the support. We, we couldn't have done it without you. And all our listeners as well, who always, all been sending messages of love and support. Really, at the end of all of this, what we realize is the human connection is the most important thing. It's our relationships with people. It's friends and family. And that is all we have. That and our health. And that is what we need to treasure. So thank you. So much to everyone And to you, Lloyd You've been like a pillar of strength Through this entire thing with me as well it, You've been incredible
1: Always a pleasure, Jay Thank you very much And I always say that, you know As human beings We need each other to survive And sometimes We just don't realize it, do we? So I think that's the important uh, thing With the global pandemic this. we all have to come together And assist each other where we can But thank you very much Looking forward to uh, Checking in with you tomorrow morning On your show at 8 o'clock, yeah? 8 Just after 8 You have like 10
0: more extra minutes All right <laughs>
1: <then. laughs> oh, Great stuff All the best Jay God bless Thank you Lloyd All the to
0: you too Bye-bye. Bye bye